0: Welcome to Pharmacy View, Technology and Pharmacy Business Podcast Series, where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key industry people within the Australian pharmacy and associated industry. In each podcast, we look to discuss aspects of pharmacy operation and how technology is improving or interacting with each guest's current role or pharmacy-related business. I'm your host, Scott Carpenter, and today's guest is pharmacist Roger Cluth, and we'll be discussing his experience with different technology platforms he has used. Welcome, Roger. Thank you, Scott. I'm excited to be talking to you this evening. Thanks, Roger. Now, I I do a bit of research on my guests, and I noticed that uh, you've uh, got a bit of history there across some multiple brands, which we'll get to uh, talk about in a minute, but I also noticed that you haven't uh, always lived in Australia. So uh, who is Roger Cluth? Scott, my, uh, my
1: journey's taken me from the UK. I arrived in Australia 15 years ago, having spent about 20 years in pharmacy in the UK, working for Boots the Chemist, one of the biggest uh, groups uh, globally now uh, under Walgreens. Uh, when I arrived, first arrived in Australia, I spent about five years in a general management role for a small group of pharmacies based in Brisbane. Lucky enough to work with them as they had several different brands under their umbrella, including ChemMart, Discount Drugstore, and Territe Chemists. Subsequent to that, I started to work with the Territe Chemists Management Group as a buyer in the health category, so quite a different role in, in that space. Spent for about four and a half years there and then moved to working with Sigma Pharmaceuticals down in Melbourne for the Amcal and Guardian brands in a, in a very similar role. I then moved to, back to Brisbane, where I worked for the Healthy World Group as an operations manager, and then moved to working for API And with API, I looked after some of those sole patents and pharmacist advice stores in a business development type role. I'm now back working with the Healthy World Group in a professional services manager role, been there about four months.
0: So uh, I guess in that time, Roger, you've been exposed to or or been part of rolling out the new e-script program through that group? Uh, Yes, Scott.
1: One of the first things I did when I... Sat in the seat was to, I guess, understand the rollout of e-scripts and what each of our pharmacists need to needed to do to uh, be e ready. Quite a drawn-out process, as you can imagine, with, with seven stores. So working through that with mainly the owners, um, but uh, learned quite a lot in terms of the process, and it is quite time-consuming.
0: So uh, what kind of challenges, uh, I guess, did it throw up in terms of getting the pharmacy teams ready? I think...
1: Um, as, as I've seen so many times in pharmacy, um, taking on new, new ways of working or, or changes to the way we work, we tend to find uh, conservative pharmacists being quite technophobes, so quite a lot of work online to get all our accounts working to allow e-scripts to um, be able to be processed in our pharmacies, uh, and also looking at the technology that we currently have to make sure that has the up-to-date software and hardware to to be able to cope
0: with uh, with those things coming through so I guess in some cases a bit of hardware uh, technology might have been uh, needed to be upgraded or
1: yeah absolutely and um, interestingly we learned some things about the different types of scanners for example that we had so there's different types of scanners that if you have the wrong the wrong type a 1d scanner you can't scan your e scripts in we found that out the hard way. And uh, realised that we needed two D scanners to be able to accept the e-scripts uh, when they come into the pharmacy.
0: Okay, and I, I guess it's still possibly early days, and it might be something we can talk about again in a, in a couple of months' time. But has there? Been, what's the customer acceptance been like?
1: Look, our, our experience in in our stores, we've only had a couple of stores so far that have accepted e-scripts in Queensland. There's three communities of interest, so three areas that the project's been sort of trialed in. We've had a couple of stores, one store particularly, that's uh, had to accept e-scripts outside of those community of interest. Initially, a little bit of a, a blip. The patients, particularly, once we worked through the process, have been very excited about being able to bring their script in on their, on their devices.
0: Okay. And I was just also wondering, is, is, is there much of an age uh, or demographic acceptance that, that you're aware of? Is it, is it the, uh, the baby boomers? Is it the youngest set? Or is it a, is it a mix of customers across all, all areas?
1: Interestingly, the, the, the first few that we've had have been probably the 30 to 50 age group. Okay. But yeah. we've, we've recently also been working with patients to become members of our app signups applications and we're having patients as, as old as 80, 85 who, who are wanting to use that because of the platform that they offer. So there, there is a take-up for the, for the older demographic, and we're certainly seeing more acceptance uh,
0: as time goes by. Okay, so uh, so the app program you're talking about, is this like the Script Ready program?
1: Yeah, so a few of the brands and banners already do the, do, do the apps. We use the Pharmacy Guild My Pharmacy Link app, in all our stores, um, except for the Priceline store that we have. But that also uses the same platform, the, the Guild platform. So we're seeing a, an uptake in, in using that rather than the traditional SMS reminders that uh, we've been using up until this point. Um, those are still in play, but certainly the app is the way to go because that will be the platform that will be able to interact very well with these scripts.
0: Okay. And what uh, kind of interaction have you had with the doctors in your local medical centers? Are, are they like, accepting or are they jumping on board fairly quickly with this or is there, you know, what, what's the uptake like? Yeah, well, well, interestingly,
1: the the reason that our pharmacy, the one pharmacy that has taken these scripts in has done that is because their local doctor has started to prescribe this way uh, and they were wanting to do it rather than us approaching the doctors. So I, I think there's a, there's a, difference in, in certain areas. We're certainly seeing that, that some of the doctors are, are quite keen to, to uh, I guess, embrace the opportunity. And it's certainly very much a, a thing that will be beneficial in terms of having scripts secure and, and uh, reducing the errors that you can get through through the paper platform.
0: So uh, Roger, if someone's listening today and are either in the process of preparing or in the early days of rollout, what kind of guidance or suggestions can you give them from from your experience? Uh,
1: Start now, (laughs) definitely, Um, because it is quite time-consuming and I think there are some really good online training programs that can show people step-by-step. A lot of the dispense software providers are very... Um, enabled now in terms of the process. Uh, and certainly we had some help from from our software provider to to make sure that we stepped our way through effectively.
0: So I know uh, from a couple of conversations we've had previously, we'll, um, we'll step away from the dispensary because uh, you might be considered uh, one of, uh, of a few pharmacies that uh, has a lot of interest in what's going on in the front of shop. And uh, you know, can you talk to us a bit about efficiencies and, and the use of technology that you've been involved with with front of shop programs in in pharmacy?
1: Yeah, uh, look, um, what was really interesting to me when I first came to Australia is how advanced the UK were in terms of the uses that they had for technology and in processes and systems and replenishment particularly. Boots were doing some of the things that even pharmacies are not doing now and using auto replenishment for their stores. So very much maintaining or the stores maintaining an accuracy in their in their stock files to allow auto replenishment and I'm seeing that sort of more and more in, in some of the, the groups particularly. We've as I say recently joined uh, one of our stores into, into Priceline and um, what I'm really excited about is working with them because they have a, an auto replenishment process. That's been something that you know I'm very, I've am i been very passionate about for, for many many years particularly when we've been or I've been using it um, back 20 odd years ago.
0: So, Roger, talk to me a bit about your passion for for pharmacy front of shop and the use of technology. Is there anything that you're using or that you've seen lately that's um, you know uh, you're quite excited about, and you know what what it means and what what uh, pharmacies should prepare for if they want to go down this path?
1: Yeah, something I'm been particularly excited about is electronic ticketing that I've seen in a few pharmacies recently. I think the opportunity to control pricing from back shop and for the price to change on shelf. Really, at the at the click of a button, opens up many opportunities for pharmacies to be more nimble in terms of their pricing strategies and structures on a daily or even hourly basis. So that, for me, is I think a really good opportunity for pharmacy as a as a as an industry to really embrace that kind of thing.
0: So, if I just to, to clarity, point this, so we're talking about the say electronic shelf labels or the uh, the shelf strips, where effectively. The, the pharmacy point of sale system tells the the digital display in front of that stock what it should be displaying in terms of description, barcode, price, etc. That's, that's what we're talking about here, isn't it?
1: That's right. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, um, so I guess uh, again, from a from a management perspective, that's you know almost a, a significant change in mindset because. The minute you change the price in the computer, it would then be updating the price on the shelf compared to having to print a label and then someone go out and change it over, which is always you know fraught with danger because we get interrupted or uh, we forget.
1: That's right, and I think it's it's an aspect of of many pharmacy businesses that isn't looked at regularly. Don't get me wrong; a lot of the brands and banners are on top of those that pricing, but even on a on a daily basis to be able to look and, and to change, whereas you know, often at the moment, it's a download file that you have to get into the uh, computer. And as you rightly pointed out, you then got to print off tickets, set the change and then go to the, the, the shelf to change that price. So there's a real efficiency, I think, in in that kind of technology.
0: Oh, And it sounds like a few pharmacies are already starting to embrace this technology. So it'll be uh, watch this space. And again, uh, we'll, we'll do some more research on this and see what else we can uh, bring up into the future. So. Um... Roger. Again, uh, in terms of your, I guess your experience with pharmacy, both uh, in the UK and here, and again, whether it's the dispensary or, or the front of the shop, what what areas do you see in terms of immediate future or even future where technology may play a part? There's several other things. I
1: think the development of wireless technology in stock management is certainly something that a lot of pharmacies probably haven't embraced to date. And again being able to stock take, stock manage, order essentially from a, from a phone or a, or a PD, PDE machine is certainly a way forward. I often see in pharmacy even these days people writing lists for replenishing stock, which whilst it serves a purpose from an efficiency perspective is incredibly inefficient. So I think there's opportunities there and you know as, as computers develop as, as technology develops, certainly from a, certainly from a wireless perspective, I think we will see more and more pharmacies taking up this technology. As, as we see more in the corporate world in the grocery channels, obviously they have this technology that they use and in, in many senses in private pharmacy, cost can be an issue but you know as you would well attest to um, over time these technologies um, come down in price and it will allow the industry to embrace more of them.
0: Yeah, cool. So great, Roger. It's been great to chat with you tonight. Is there, I guess, before we wrap up, is is there any other areas of technology that uh, you've got a passion for, or that you, you see as opportunity?
1: Uh, I'd be very interested to see how, how whether pharmacy will ever embrace a, a scan your own product, as as we see in the grocery channel. I think we can actually learn quite a lot from what happens in that that corporate space. They certainly have the resource to to trial these things. So I'd like to see those kinds of things certainly looked at. And there's certainly technology around people being able to essentially take stock and using technology within premises to to actually scan what they take out in their arms, although I'm not sure necessarily that will go down particularly well in in, in my industry.
0: Yeah, I understand that. and. In, in terms of e-commerce, because again, most pharmacies in Australia these days run some some form of e-commerce platform, is is it where you think it, it needs to be today or do you think that there's still advancements in that area for pharmacy in Australia?
1: I think the uptake has been slow. I think given the recent pandemic or current pandemic, I think we've seen a lot of technologies fast-tracked and a lot of people and a lot of organisations and businesses saying, well, these are the kinds of things we probably should have got into previously. So given the current circumstances, let's try them. So I think there'll be more of a, a desire to try new technology sooner than, than perhaps there has been in, in what essentially is a very conservative profession. So, so I'd, I'd like to think that in some senses what's happened has fast-tracked some of the, the opportunities, and that's certainly been the case with the, with the eScript program. You know, at one stage we were talking about rollout in November, and and here we are sitting in September, and it's already been out for for several
0: months, for some time. I guess on that note too, then, in terms of pharmacies that you've been involved with in, in one way or form, has the current pandemic environment created any activity around social media and social media contact with customers?
1: A little bit in the businesses I work in, there's certainly been some activity. Uh, we've certainly seen an increase in. Um, Click and collect activity, which was something that we weren't using as effectively as we were previously. We do have the organization I currently work for has a has an online site, and that's certainly been incredibly busy over this period. So I think customers do still like the the bricks and mortar experience. And I I've no doubt that when they're able to in in each state to come out of lockdown they'll take the opportunity to to re-engage and i think it's really important for us as a profession to be able to to have that face-to-face contact from a consultation perspective
0: yeah cool thanks roger look i think we'll we'll wrap it up there tonight now but it's um, been great with, to chat with you if someone listening to this podcast series or episode at the moment was interested in getting contact with you what's what's the best way for them to reach out and, and we'll include this in our, uh, just our page description as well if you're interested
1: yeah, look, um, you can certainly find me on LinkedIn. My profile's on there. I think my contact data is on there. But by all means, give me a, a call on 0413 178 404 or contact me via email, rogercluth
0: at hotmail.com. That's great. Thanks, Roger. Roger, it's, it's been great to chat with you tonight and uh, look forward to staying in contact. Thanks,
1: Scott. Uh, really enjoyed it. Thank you very much.